welcome to another episode of Skinny on Beauty with your host, Cheryl Hawley, digital and influencer marketing maven for the whole beauty industry. Cheryl's the CEO of Unite Socially, a single and as such as single-handedly launched European Wax Center's social media strategy for all their Orange County locations. This podcast, which she produces, Skinny on Beauty, offers up digital marketing tips for you to be more successful. Inspiration to live your dreams through personal development topics and tools for you to become a prosperous and happy entrepreneur. So with that uh, lofty goal in mind, let's get started. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, hey, Paul. Thanks for the introduction. So what are we going to do today? Are we going to be more successful? Are you going to inspire us to live our dreams? Or are you going to give us some uh, tips to be more prosperous and happy? We are, we're probably going to cover it all since uh, my guest today, Kendra Losi of Mota Marketing, is here with us via Skype. Hi, Kendra. Hi, Cheryl and Paul. Uh, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. And let's get you as close to that computer. Sounds like you're using the computer mic, so we'll get you as close as we can. We'll hear less of the room noise here. Oh, there you got a little, what is that, the snowball or something? That's a pretty cool. The little snowball. We'll get as close as you can to it. Yeah, Kendra's an expert in this. She's uh, got her old setup going. Yeah. So Kendra uh, Losey and I are going to be talking to everybody about how to brand. So if you want to stand out above the competition create trust or build your brand loyalty this podcast is for you we're also going to be talking about how branding works with connecting with your audience on an emotional level and that's pretty key so kendra tell us a little bit about Oh, actually, let me back up for a second. Kendra and I met through, we're both professors at National University, and um, we got connected through our lead and then also at uh, Social Media Marketing World. And so I thought it would be great to have Kendra come on the show. She's um, definitely an expert in marketing, and Mota Marketing is all about success with your cannabis brand. And so how we do that, or how she does that, rather, and go ahead and take it away for us, Kendra, and let us know a little bit more about Mota Marketing and how you got started in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you um, for that introduction. I am really excited to be working in the cannabis industry. I started my business two years ago now, and my very first client was a cannabis client. I actually didn't, uh, I didn't set out to be in the cannabis industry. I set out to do marketing and really help small businesses grow. And like I said, my first client was a cannabis client. And so I started researching the industry and going to a ton of networking events so I could help them out as much as I could. And I just loved all the people, the challenges of the industry and the industry itself. So I went head first into it and I haven't looked back. Yeah, and you, and I love that, that you went after your passion, because we talk about that a lot on my podcast, is, uh, you know, that's where the personal development, you know, really comes into play of, like, you know, having those tools to be able to believe in yourself and go after your passion and, and make things work. You know, if you want to be successful, then you do what successful people do. And so part of that is research and making sure that you're on, you know, your game and, uh, and just developing and believing in yourself. Would you agree? Absolutely. At the time, I actually, so from social media marketing world and from teaching social media, as you mentioned, at the university where we both teach, I was I was honestly vetting textbooks, and I happened to stumble across the book Known by Mark Schaefer, 
And I was reading that at the same yeah. time I was launching my business. And he really goes into the very elements of personal branding and what it takes to be known. And one of the very first things he talks about is looking where, you know, taking your ideas and your passions and really applying them practically, right? Like following your passion. I love being on the water. I love kayaking and canoeing and stuff, but that's not a job. Right. But well, come <laughs> but <if you> on. Find- <laughs> We can make it one. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But if you start combining what you're passionate about, which I love helping small businesses and seeing people succeed um, with them and combine that with things that you're really interested in and, and it just all the timing fell in. And so I started looking into the cannabis industry and started looking honestly, researching competitors because marketing is really, really competitive. And you have a lot of outgoing people who are trying to help businesses and trying to stand out in the marketing field. It makes it even more challenging. Yes. Um, So it was honestly, there was less competition. I love a good challenge. Right. And so there was many reasons why I jumped in. Yeah. No, I understand that. You know, when I got... Uh, when I got into the beauty industry and uh, started doing social media marketing, you know, because when I graduated, gosh, I'm aging myself now, um, but there wasn't social media in schools. Like, you know, it's not something that you can go get a degree in. And so I really loved the platforms and how they connected businesses online and people. And then I started researching the beauty industry and I was like, oh my gosh, there's nobody else doing this right now. I'm doing it. So I, I commend you for going forward. And, you know, I know that you've been really passionate about marketing for a long time and finding your niche is really important when we're talking about branding, you know, like knowing your target audience. And I'll let you talk a little bit more about that. But I do want to um, have you just kind of pave the way for us. I know that you started, you know, basically selling, you know, content online at a really young age for your father's agency, right? And so like you've been passionate about, you know, communicating and building an audience from a young age yeah so actually my dad didn't have an an agency and it's funny I'm actually visiting my family right now and I drove by their old store yesterday my parents bought a business when I was 13 and so when I was 15 my dad used to have me start like he started having me write his business letters for him and his sales pitches and I don't know about you, but I, I'm sure if I saw those letters, I'd be cringing because having a 15-year-old <laughs> write sales letters when you don't have any like, to model them after, because there was, you know, I'm aging myself, but there was no internet, really. <laughs> <laughs> we both aged ourselves today. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. I could have been much better than a 15-year-old if I was there. But um, to your point, I started doing sales letters and helping my dad's business from a very, you know, from a young age and really jumped in and saw what they did and and really un- tried to understand how small businesses work. And in the meantime, I worked for larger businesses and technology and internet, um, digital agencies and stuff, and, and really grew my own knowledge so that I could better help companies today. Nice. I love that. Yeah. So again, passion. Right. And going towards your dreams. So let's get into like the meat of everything and talk about branding. And, you know, I mean, basically, let's start off with like, what is branding? How would you define branding? Because I know a lot of people just think, oh, it's a logo. Honestly, I feel like branding is everything that represents your business. So for me, and I feel this way about marketing too, I feel like it's not just a logo and it's not just what you say you do, but it's also what every touch point, how you're represented 
across the internet, across the you know real world, if you will, your products, everything, everything goes into creating that brand. And it's just so important. So it all combines to be that representation mm-hmm. of what your company represents. Right, um, right. No, definitely. And it's the whole, you know, it's, it's the lifestyle and the tone of the company, right? Or, I mean, if you're doing a product service, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out here, if you're personally branding, it really goes back to, you know, more than just the visual elements is, is what Kendra is saying. You know, it's it's more than that. It's, it's how you present yourself, your tone, your script, your personality. And if that's your brand or the service, you know, it all ties back to what your mission is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's really important in it and having that mission and core values and using those to really, you know, define who you are and why you're doing what you do. You know, it goes back to the Simon Sinek TED talk or book. It starts with why it's really, really important to understand why you're doing what you're doing and being able to communicate that out to people because that's what they're going to remember. They might remember your logo. They might not, but they're going to remember, you know, how you made them feel. Yes. So I love that you said that connecting with people on an emotional level. So tell us a little bit more about like how, how you do that for yourself and your clients. So for my clients, a lot of them, you know, I really work with them. I work closely with them. I really, honestly, I believe in driving results and looking what you can do to look at the data and figure out what makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, checking boxes of doing, oh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and checking that box isn't the way to go about it. It really, you really need to drive in and, and hone in and figure out what's going to be the best, you know, best results and the best bang for your buck. So what can you do the most of with spending the least amount of time and money? Some I like to call it efficiency and not laziness because <laughs> it takes a lot of work. <laughs> but it's really important to build those solid relationships with your clients and and help them understand what how they can do that with their customers. So it's building that emotional connection and that relationship to really dive in and and make them feel something, right? You want to help them transform. Absolutely. And and by doing that, you know, being authentic, you know, right? And, and and looking into, you know, your audience, making sure, you know, you mentioned about connecting to people and your audience is going where they are. You know, so making sure that you're actually staying in front of them in the right place. Cause you can be doing fantastic work, but if you're marketing to the wrong person, then they're not gonna care what you're doing and you're you're basically wasting time, right? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I keep nodding at you. You know, I know we're on the radio. It's so funny. Absolutely. One but of the I can things, see you, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, perfect. So one of the things that people always ask, I'm sure they ask you this too, is, you know, I get a lot of entrepreneurs who say, well, what platforms should I be on? Where should I be marketing? Right? And yeah. my first question to them is, what is their business? Like, what are they trying to sell? What are they trying to get people to do? Mm-hmm. Second is, who is your audience? Because then you need to know who they are, what they care about. And where they're spending their time. And then third is, what are your goals, right? What do you want them to do? And what are you trying to accomplish? Because if you don't know those three things, you're not, you're going to be spinning your wheels. And I, you know, it's not, it's never an easy answer to say, oh, we'll just go to Facebook, right? Because Facebook's not always the right answer. You're right. Especially with cannabis. Especially Uh, what? Especially with cannabis and the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. What Um, is the right market for the cannabis industry? So Instagram is the big buzz right now because, 
it's visual, everyone's there, obviously, for a lot of reasons. And Facebook isn't very kind to cannabis. They just cut off all of the searches. So if you try and search any word on Facebook related to cannabis, you can't get any results. So that cuts out your groups, right? You eliminate building those communities on Facebook. The problem is that Instagram's owned by Facebook. So I don't see that the Instagram buzz lasting. So people are trying to use what they can while they can. But, you know, I think it's going to be a matter of time, only a matter of time before Instagram starts to crack down. Wow, I did not know that. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's huge, right? <laughs> it is, which makes content marketing even more important and helping people understand why they need to build that relationship through email and why they need to build that relationship directly with their audience and not necessarily through some of these social media platforms that we all really just take for granted at this point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I want to go back to the three things that you mentioned, because I feel like that's really defining your brand story. Right. Absolutely. So, so what were the three things? So if you want to define your brand story, you need to know your goals, mm -hmm. know your audience and know what you're selling, right? Your business. There you go. Exactly. And I, you know, those are the simple ones. I think I would add, how do you want to like, what are your brand tone, right? Like your values. And then how do you want them to feel when they think of you? Right. Your mission, uh, your vision. And it's so important. I mean, I, I can't speak enough on the emotional level connection because I think that a lot of people that I have worked with in the past, you know, they don't tap into that type of uh, connection to their audience. Like they, they're like, okay, you know, I want to do this, but they don't, they don't know why they want to do it. You know, that is so important. It's absolutely so important, right? Like, you're going to tell someone what you do or how you do something, and they're, they're not going to remember, right? But if you start to tell them why you're doing something and you tell them that story. So if I tell you the story of starting to work for my parents at their business and, you know, they had their business longer than I've, you know, have more than half my life, and they eventually had to close it because it wasn't successful. And, you know, on one side, they kept it open for 26 years. On the other side, they did have to close it, and it wasn't it had stopped growing. And so it's my goal to not help companies fall into that position. Right. You know, you're going to feel that an emotional connection. And that's a story that you're probably going to remember more than, you know, well, you might remember it in the cannabis marketer, but more than, <laughs> more than some of the other things I say, because that story can help, you know, when I tell it right, it, it does make people feel something. No, and, and I understand what you're saying, because it's like that elevator pitch, right? That mm -hmm. like, you know, you always hear like the three minute summary of your business and why it's important. You know, it's like you have to practice it, you have to refine it, and you have to share that. And honestly, I mean, I, I'd like to hear from you, like, do you agree with this, that it's always evolving? Like as you as you grow in your business, like your your business story, that elevator pitch is always, you know, changing. I do think so, because as your business grows, you might be looking at what you're doing for your customers a different way, right? Yeah. So Airbnb might have started, which is a, you know, a big example, not a small business, but they might have started out saying, oh, yeah, we help people find places to stay right when they're traveling. Mm -hmm. And now their basic story is that you can make the world your home. Oh, such a good example. You know, yeah. so it, it has to evolve. And I think what I see most people do with their elevator stories is they make it about themselves and not about their customers. So when you're doing your elevator story and really paying attention to how you're articulating 
your brand story. It's how you're transforming your customers. How, what are you doing for them? Mm -hmm. Not, and and why are you doing it really are the things you need to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. They're not going to care, right? Like they're not going to care if you've been doing this for, you know, a hundred years and you're the best person at it. They're going to care what you're going to do for them. Right. Right. And that's, and even in today's world, you know, it's so important to get those testimonials too, you know, as just as like, you know, just, just as clout, if you will, you know, just to be able to connect on that level. And I've seen uh, the movement going towards video testimonials. Have Mm -hmm. you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I have. It's really interesting when you get them because it's fun to see. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is fun to see. And they're they're not, I mean, they could be easy to do. You know, I've done a couple, well, maybe probably more than a couple, but uh, for clients and stuff. And, and they can do it on a small budget, you know, but that can also be telling their brand story. It's just like, how interactive do they want to be? How social are they? You know, what oh, kind of walls are they, they willing to expose, you know? Exactly. I taught a, I created a beta course for social media for women entrepreneurs and ran 120 women through it. And at the end, I ended up with several video testimonials. And it's awesome because you have people from, you know, all levels of entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. you know, someone just starting their business at home on their couch in the video testimonial and some, you know, at their office. So it was a range of video testimonials. But honestly, I enjoyed watching them just because I could hear what people thought of what we had done together um, in their own words. Yes. And like giving, getting that affirmation, you know, and being able to know that you are helping people and that you are aligning, right? It's really important to align with what you're trying to do, you know, come from a a helpful place. So we were talking about, you know, the brand story and, and really aligning yourself, you know, and I think that partnerships are really important in branding as well. So I'd love to hear from you, you know, what you think about the brand association, like aligning yourself with other brands and how to go about doing that. I think it's really important and it can be done really well. I think that, you know, especially in the canvas industry, there's a lot of talk of, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships. And I think that when you start looking at how you can share your customers instead of competing for them a lot of people can benefit because there's, you can't do everything for them and it's ridiculous to try. But if you get, if you find partners that share the same values and that do complementary services or products, you, you can by far elevate your brand and grow a lot faster than you could just on your own. Those collaborations are really key. Yeah, I think they are too. And I love that what you said is because like, you know, there's enough business for everybody out there, right? It's true. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And being around your peers is super important. So if you guys can, you know, work together and help each other out, I definitely would recommend that as well. You know, even if you're an entrepreneur that's trying to be a business coach and there's somebody else out there that, you know, you respect as a business coach, you know, aligning the, yourself with them, if they fit your brand mission and your your values, you know, w- might be a smart move. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they're going to offer something that you might not offer. Yes. And you are ultimately going to be able to help your, you're not going to be the right fit for every person, especially yeah. as a business coach. Yeah. And not every person's going to be the right fit for you. Right. So having partners who you can, it's much more powerful as a business to, or as an entrepreneur to be able to refer someone and help them out Mm -hmm. when you, when they know you're not getting anything out of it, then 
it is to just give someone a flat no. Yes. Sorry, I can't help you. Yeah, right, right. Or, hey, I don't I don't think that you should be in my group because we do the same exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, I've had that one. <laughs> I don't like you, so you should go away. <laughs> yeah, I'm intimidated by you, so I don't want to know you. <laughs> but we all live and learn, right? You know, and it's it's finding that happy medium, you know, and um, and learning how, you know, it's a skill. It's a skill to, you know, build your own business, tell your brand story and align with the right partnership. All, we could talk all day about making sure that, you know, even if you're doing, if you're a brand and you're doing brand ambassadors, making sure that those ambassadors, those influencers that you're choosing are actually, you know, the content that they're providing and the voice and the tone that they speak in is aligning with your overall values. Oh, that's actually really important. I mean, uh, ambassadors is a whole other thing, but having those values and kind of a shared, not a shared vision, but the values and the, it's just so important, so important because you don't want to have someone representing, it goes back to the representation of your brand. You don't want to have someone representing your brand who might be unethical or who might be not in alignment with what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So doing that research on people, like learning when to say no on your way to success is something that I've had to trial and error myself. But it's important to do the research because not every opportunity is right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. We could do a whole talk on that, right? (laughs) When to say no. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about uh, customer loyalty and how how do we develop loyalty with our customers? Oh my gosh, this is such a great topic. I don't know if I've told you this in the past, but I actually started out my career working in customer relationship management software. And so oh. it's basically the tools that you can create to help create, that you can use to create those loyal customers. customers uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so creating loyalty plans and that kind of thing is what I used to do wow. a long time ago for a company like Franklin Covey. And so when you, you know, but it doesn't have to be that grand scale, right? You don't need a huge tool to help you do that. You need to care right. and, and you need to want to provide enough value to your customers so that they come back. Mm-hmm. And that requires to understand what they value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going back You're to the awesome. analytics, going back to, mm-hmm. you know, your insights and, and, and what listening, right? Listening. And you don't have to have, I mean, you could do it on a budget. You don't have to have a third party social app to for social monitoring and listening. You don't have to have that always. You know, I, I, when you get to a certain level, I'm sure you do. <laughs> but um, but you can do that on a budget. You know, and and there's and you just have to take the time to research it and to really understand, you know, your vision and what people are saying. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's one example and it's a hotel. So it's not a big it's a big company example, but it's a small, simple gesture. Right. So I was traveling every month for every week for work and staying at this hotel. And when I first signed up for their loyalty thing, yeah, I, they asked me like what my favorite magazine was and what snacks or whatever I liked. Right. And I just like checked it off and I was, it was late. I was tired and I went to the room and I totally forgot about it. Well, fast forward like three months later and I was back and once again, tired and had a bad travel experience out there to the hotel. And I got to my room and there was a bottle of wine in my favorite magazine and snacks inside. Totally unexpected. They, right. you know, they wowed me and I loved it. 
right? Nice. Like it's showing small gestures mm-hmm. at the right time. You don't want to do it all the time and make it a standard practice. You want to be able to do small things that someone's going to value and appreciate. Yes. I love that story. Thanks for sharing it. So we've got just a few more minutes. You know, what do you think, Kendra, about, you know, what are the elements for consistent branding? Do you think that that filters down the entire brand line? I do. Mm-hmm. I think that the elements for consistent branding is, you know, is honestly being consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Doing what you say you're going to do and living, you know, walking the talk, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're saying that you are a socially responsible company or entrepreneur and and you're not donating your proceeds or you're not volunteering or you're not doing some of the things that you hold high in your values and that you're talking about, people are going to notice, right? It's the authentic nature. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I just don't don't think it's hard, right? You be authentic and you do what you're saying you're going to do and actually work hard to represent your brand and your company because that's you, right? Like it's, you're the one that's in charge of it. So mm-hmm. you can you have make to paint sure that, that you're vision. helping helping um, mold that perception. Mm-hmm. So tell us where we can find more about Mota Marketing and how you help the cannabis industry. Absolutely. So my website is Mota Marketing, M-O-T-A, marketing.com. And I do, I'm on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mota Marketing where I do weekly live shows talking about, you know, the best and brightest uh, marketing and people in the cannabis industry. And I love your live shows, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> cannabis great. Marketing Live, all puff, no fluff. Yes. Oh. <laughs> there you go. You got it. I love it. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen her lives, definitely check them out. Thanks so much for being on the show, Kendra. I'm really excited to have been able to sit down with you, even if it wasn't face-to-face, but sit down with you and, and talk a little bit deeper about you know, making those connections and standing out above the competition and creating that trust and loyalty with your brand identity and your audience. And, and all my shows with a favorite quote. I don't know if you maybe have one off the top of your head or brought one with you today. So there's two, and I was actually looking for the right wording when I was at my when I was working at a university and just started, uh, one of my employees, actually Jennifer Martinez, uh-huh. got me a, a really beautiful art piece of artwork that had this quote on it. And I don't have the quote exactly, but it's basically, you know, those of it's essentially those of you who say it can't be done um, need to get out of the way of those of us who are doing it. <laughs> nice. I love it. Oh my gosh! Please, if you find it, send it to me because I'd love to put it on the follow-up blog post. Yeah, it's framed in my house, but it's one of those <laughs> reminders where, like, get out of my way. I'm, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I, I mean, we've had such a, a, you know, a longstanding relationship and I've been able to grow and see, you know, you grow and it's, it's been, you know, a pleasure to be able to watch you and to, you know, just share this experience with you. So thank you so Absolutely. much. Thank of you course, so much thank for being you. with us. And um, to all my listeners, if you haven't signed up for our influencer group, it's an entrepreneurship uh, group. Please feel free. Kendra, I'd love to have you on there as well. It's on mm-hmm. Facebook. It's called Affluent 
influence and you have to be under the facebook group tab to find it because it's not the page so it's a group so just feel free to join it's where entrepreneurs connect and collaborate and you get to learn more about what we do here with unite socially and how you can be part of connecting with brands market yourself and the podcasts that we have so i'd love to see you all there and um, with that we'll go ahead and end the show You've been listening to another episode of The Skinny on Beauty, the one show that teaches you how to take technology, combine it with art, and a little inspiration to make magic. 